Okay, folks, so my apologies. Let's get this session rolling. It's going to be a big Sunday session, so I apologize for running late with the technical difficulties, but uh, I think that we got the stream dialed in, our communities dialed in, and it's just an absolute pleasure to be coming at you guys live here today. Just uh, less than one week to go till we're going to be meeting in person in Vegas. Can't wait to shake hands, give some hugs to the family out there. And uh, the community just continues to grow. If you're looking to get tapped in, it's all over my website. That's all I'm going to say on that end. You know where to find me at. Let's get right on into the update, guys. The market's been moving today. We're live. We're good. Um, I know I still... I switched my studio around a little bit here. We're still adjusting some lighting. Got the soundproofing up. A little less echo. Getting getting it dialed in for you guys. And we're watching this market here, folks. So right now, 20200 for your Bitcoin. 1882 for your Ethereum and the XRP at 47 cents. Let's take a look at the sticks as we get rolling here on a Sunday night session. If you guys haven't already, please retweet, share this live stream out. Let's get everyone in here so we can have ourselves a party. And... Here you're looking at the sticks back down as we speak live. 29,000. We just dropped. This is a massive uh, drop that we're seeing right here down to 29,000 in real time. Now, why do I have two horizontal lines up top here? Well, as you know, our first short that we entered earlier this week was 29,719, that lower one. So we did take profits on that, 23% profit. Let's get that one out of the way. And then I'm showing you right here in real time, 29,751 is where I entered my Bitcoin short today. So an even better position as we see Bitcoin back down 28.8, 28.9 moving quickly right now. Uh, this trade is currently in profit. And so we're watching that one closely. If you guys are looking to get tapped in with the Discord community where I actually show my trades in real time, they're the first ones to know. As soon as I place a trade, I put it in there. It's not because it's signals. I just like people to know where I think this market's going so that my community can be prepared to buy the dip. Dollar cost averaging into fundamental positions. Not so much trading signals group. It is not that. But however, the program's been working. We have been tapped in. And as you guys see right here, back down as we speak, 28.7, 28.8 for your Bitcoin. So we're watching this. We are in a trade currently. And if you're looking to get tapped in, it's at my website, zachrector.com. Okay, now let's move right to it, guys. A lot to talk about tonight. Big Sunday session. If you haven't already told your friends and family to get tapped into the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, please do so. So we're going to start out here with the World War events. Ukrainian officials in multiple cities are telling residents to be prepared for a major Russian missile attack tonight, possibly consisting of hundreds of missiles sometime after two local time over there residents are urged not to ignore sirens or alarms and to take shelter immediately when heard now so we've been hearing that a offensive is coming from both sides they're kind of you know talking tough obviously that's what happens in war uh we continue to pray for peace as we watch and prepare here potential for a new offensive and a missile major missile attack is the word on the street and we will pray for those folks over there but we're gonna have to call out the corruption here in tonight's this is gonna be a hard-hitting episode so i hope that everybody's ready um we're gonna talk about these current events and how it relates to us, how we prepare and invest accordingly based off of this reality that we're trying to decode on a daily basis. Let's get it, guys. So Kim.com, the corruption that kills America is possibly because dirty Democrats, and let me start and put the caveat that I'm not here to get political. I just ask, how's the program working out? Are we winning or losing? Is the opportunity growing, expanding, or is it contracting? 
The corruption that kills America is possible because dirty Democrats created an environment of zero accountability for their crimes. This is from Kim.com. U.S. spy agencies, law enforcement, and the DOJ and the judiciary are filled with loyal co-conspirators and the fake news media covers for all of them. It's the perfect crime when you can commit it without consequences because you appoint those who are supposed to prevent the corruption. The White House is run by a mafia. They are all cashing in at the top. Just look how wealthy the top Democrats are despite public service salaries. Now, as I've been saying, for me, is the program uh, winning or losing? It's very simple. It's an up, down, pass, fail. And it's not working out. Both sides of the aisle have been selling us out. But the corruption that we have exposed, the XRP community and greater, right? This, this show is not just about XRP. This is about people that are tapped in on every single issue. We're well-versed in all of it from our investments to understanding the geopolitics, understanding the local current political situation and dynamics here at play here in the United States and how it's going to impact our businesses, how it's going to impact our families and our investments as well. Now, like I said, I'm not here to get political, but you guys see how Kim.com feels and you guys see what is getting exposed right now. Wall Street Journal bombshell. Now, as I said to my discord group yesterday morning call, this is not a surprise for our community that's been tapped in for years on this. None of these headlines that are now hitting the mainstream and finally the veil is being lifted is no surprise for us, right? And does it feel good to be vindicated and to be right about so many of these things? Yes, right? But how did we prepare ourselves? That's what's so important. Now, you guys can see right here. Let's check it out here, folks. Wall Street Journal, mainstream news. Don't shoot the messenger. I am reporting from Wall Street Journal. I don't say this gentleman's name. I can't call him a gentleman. My bad. I apologize. In no way. In no way. But I will not say this guy's name. The private calendar reveals prominent names, including the CIA chief and Goldman's top lawyer. Folks, I'll let Mario Nafal summarize it. Check it out here. Breaking. I won't say his name. Private calendar includes CIA chief, the current one. Since 2021, folks, Biden's current CIA chief, private calendar meetings, Obama's White House counsel, top lawyer for the Obama White House, and other prominent names. New, never seen documents obtained by the Wall Street Journal reveal more meetings with this said person. Here's the notable names. Catherine Rumler, a White House counsel under President Barack Obama, had dozens of meetings with that person that will go unnamed in the years after her White House service and before she became a top lawyer at Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated in 2020. They also planned a visit to the island. Reason given, business relationship as she worked at the law firm Latham & Wacom's uh, said person introduced her to various potential clients, including Bill Gates and Ariane de Rothschild. These are big names. These are names I don't like to talk about, but uh, this is Wall Street Journal, folks. This is mainstream news. Lifting the veil. Let all truth be revealed. Leon Botstein, the president of Bard College, invited said person who brought a group. I can't read this. No, I, I can't read this. I'm just going to list off the name. Noam Chomsky. This is so bad, folks. I can't even read this off. I feel uncomfortable reading it off. Wall Street Journal reports CIA director Mr. Burns met with the man about a decade ago as he was preparing to leave government service, apparently to seek 
quote, advice on transition to the private sector as he was leaving the uh, CIA. So they got some excuses. They got some reason. I'll let you guys decide. I'll let you guys look forward. Uh, you know, I'll let you guys look into this one. I'll let the mainstream media start to spoon feed the masses uh, at a more accelerated pace. It's nice to see. We've been dripping. We've been getting drips. And now we see a flood of truth, right? And, and it's all related. It's all related, folks, as we bring it in tonight. Big session here. We're going to cover it all. And so as we transition here, you guys are seeing what this what what you're seeing is distractions from the economy failing, the dollar collapsing, and from the elites getting exposed on everything. Everything. And so the whole damn system is breaking and they are actually using that as a cover to cover up their crimes against humanity. This goes deep. Now, let's continue. Into the economic data, real estate data, a couple points here. Kobesi letter. New data shows that U.S. foreclosure filings jumped 22% in the first quarter compared to last year. Foreclosure activity in the U.S. has increased for 23 straight months. That's undeniable. You know, whether you want to call it a recession or not, uh, whether you want to call it a bailout or not, 23 months of straight growth in foreclosures in the United States. Undeniable. Higher unemployment and inflation are the primary factors. Housing affordability is now below 2008 levels. When breaking down foreclosure filings, Michigan leads all states with a 41% jump. If you're in Michigan, uh, the deals should be coming in. The number of foreclosure filings has been climbing since the federal moratorium ended in 2021. During the pandemic, an estimated 2 million homeowners fell behind on their mortgages. You guys see right here, the rise in foreclosure filings. Major metros had the most foreclosures last quarter, including New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Houston, and Philadelphia. Here are the major metros uh, areas with the highest foreclosure rates. One in every 526 housing units filed for foreclosure in Fayetteville, North Carolina, the highest rate in the United States. So if you're in Fayetteville, North Carolina, couple deals. South Carolina metros are in the top three, or, or they have three in the top 15, while California has two in the top 15. So the deals are coming online, folks. We call it the greatest transfer of wealth in world history for this reason. Real estate, just one of the asset classes we're moving on. In March 2023, one in every 3,813 properties had a foreclosure. 24 out of 30 areas with the highest foreclosure rates had median household incomes below 71,000. As rates rise and inflation remains, this will worsen. Whether they call it a recession or not, this economic data is undeniable and it reiterates the point. Now, Robert Kiyosaki chiming in with his opinion. Biden rewards people with poor credit and punishes people with good credit. I've been irresponsible and had bad credit. Being punished for having bad credit was a life lesson for me. Being punished made me rich. Biden, worst president in history. Biden makes all of us poor. This is from Rich Dad, Poor Dad author Robert Kiyosaki. I did get a chance to meet Robert in Vancouver. Great guy. Huge inspiration. Learned so much from him. And he's right. What's taking place is upside down reality. Biden rewards people with poor credit and punishes people with bad credit. You guys are seeing that with the mortgage rates in the new program. Now, everybody comes up with excuses. Oh, it's just part. It's only FHA loans. And, you know, it's just a small portion. Regardless, regardless. What about a level playing field? That's all we want. A level playing field. And you're seeing it, folks. Get ready. Commercial real estate is in trouble. This one from Geneva Rock Dector. According to Morgan Stanley, half 
of the 2.9 trillion in commercial mortgages will need to be renegotiated in the next 24 months when new lending rates are going to be up by 350 to 450 basis points and vacancies are up about to hit 20%. 350 to 450 basis points is 35 to 4.5% on a percentage basis. So they rug pulled us with the Fed and then now you see the foreclosure filing starting to hit and the amount of people that just can't cut it. And then we see as this real estate crisis continues to expand, it's actually impacting some of the smaller regional banks along with the flight of deposits out of these regional banks. So it's a double whammy. And Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, all these guys are just eating it up. You know, they actually said, I believe it was, was it JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs, one of them? They were unable to actually take over First Republic because they would have more than 10% of the deposits in the country, right? So there's like there's rules in place so that someone can't have a monopoly on the deposits. And obviously that would be a uh, definitely a risk. The whole damn system, though, is a risk, right? Because the whole system is basically like a Ponzi scheme um, through the, uh, uh, what's the process called? You guys know what I'm talking about. Fractional reserve lending fractional reserve lending, and then the maximum amount of leverage that we have through the derivatives, this thing is completely upside down and getting exposed in real time. You guys see from this Kobesi letter, the small bank share of commercial real estate loans by year. In 2008, you were at 54%. Now all the way here in 2023, you're at 70%. Small bank share of commercial real estate loans by the year. So what happened was, is they were opening up these facilities and they were expanding easy money and they were making it everyone to step in and call themselves a real estate investor, okay? And what's unfortunate here is a lot of these small regional banks do actually do a better job of servicing the smaller business, the smaller farmer, the, you know, just the regular person. But as you're seeing, we have 1.5 trillion worth of commercial real estate debt is set to mature by the end of 2025. Regional banks are already in trouble and this will add fuel to the fire. This is a much bigger crisis in the making. Now you also look and Silicon Valley Bank actually did about 50% uh, or more of the lending for the tech space, they say, by some estimates. Don't quote me exactly on that. But Silicon Valley Bank was facilitating all of the tech. And then now these smaller banks have taken on a larger share of the commercial real estate and now both have gone bust. The tech bubble, burst. Commercial real estate bubble, burst. Fire sale, 60, 70, 80% for what used to be prime commercial real estate. 70 to 80%. So this is not going away and this is only going to get worse as we look here into 2024. By 2025, about 1.5 trillion has to be renegotiated. And then you have a continued uh, uh, amount of layoffs and contraction within the tech space as well. So how's that going to you know play out for the rest of the small regional banks that were actually trying to fund crypto projects, new fintech companies that are now getting decimated? And it just reminds me when Brad Garnell said that 99% of cryptos were going to go away. He said that a long time ago, but I think it still stands that a lot of the space does go away. A lot of tech uh, overhyped right now the flavor of the day's AI used to be metaverse used to be NFT used to be um, meme coins and then it was the ICOs in the previous bull run so crypto's gone through a couple of these the flavor of the day is obviously AI right and then we obviously still have uh, meme coins like Pepe pumping and 
I don't even talk about, I try not to even address that because it just is, it's, it's an embarrassment to the space that that's still going on. And then we've called out that a lot of the tech, you know, it's funny to me, I was thinking about here in my local uh, district, school district, they're about to go uh, way over budget and they may have to lay off 25, 30% of the staff or something like that. And I'm just thinking, well, if Twitter was able to lay off, you know, 50 something percent of their staff and operate more efficiently and actually do better and, you know, start to have a turnaround here, maybe some of these others can too. And maybe some of them are going to be forced to because they just went over budget mismanagement. Even if you support the cause, like I said, with money to Ukraine, money for everyone, free, everybody gets money. Everybody gets a handout. No one has to pay your student loan debt. No one can get foreclosed on. Stay home and stay getting fat and dumber, please. And that's what they did to us. And then they blew this thing up as we covered here, the amount of small banks that took on those commercial debts that was ramping up this smaller game. And I think a lot of syndicators, a lot of people that called themselves real estate investors, a lot of people that called themselves crypto bros and were crypto millionaires are coming in for a rude awakening right here. And this, this folks is our opportunity. It's our prime opportunity as I'm excited to go to Vegas this week with the XRP community. And we can talk about what we're still building during the bear market. While the rest of the space still getting left behind, you see ripple launching new deals every single week, growth of the XRP ledger taking place outside of ripple. That's what I'm excited to connect with in Vegas is all the people working on the XRP ledger outside of ripple too. And then like in our community, we're tapped in on everything from precious metals to starting your business, your side hustle to starting investing in real estate, right? We're doing it all. And we're still built. We've, we've just, the, the, excel, the pedal is to the floor. We've put it through the floor as far as hammering down, doubling down on what got us here and where we're going while the rest of the space still doesn't even know if we're in a recession or not. <laughs> I'm like your business is on sale. Your real estate is going to take a 25, 30% hit and you're still debating whether or not it's a recession. Well, the economists on CNN aren't ready to call it a recession, so it must not be. And like I said, this is the financial tsunami that just wipes out the blind, wipes out the masses. Now, one final point on the banks. Three of the four largest bank failures of all time have happened in the past two months. Washington mutual amount is adjusted for inflation. The banking issues are not over and the Fed is hiking rates. This is going to get tighter. And the big banks are glad to squeeze out these smaller guys. So the second largest bank failure, First Republic, just took place over last week. $233 billion. Silicon Valley Bank at $209 billion and Signature Bank as well, $118. Now, Signature did a bunch of crypto as well. And you guys heard good guy Gary Gensler testifying at the Congress that the reason why Signature Bank collapsed is because they were facilitating crypto. It was crypto to blame for the banking crisis. That's literally what Gary was saying in front of all of our representatives in front of the whole country is that crypto was to blame for this crisis. Now, crypto was one part of it. I mean, it did, definitely did trigger some things into motion, but your three-letter agency is part of letting all of the Ponzi's, all of the frauds and all of the scams running rampant, including Sam Bankman fraud, who you met with multiple times. And now you want to blame crypto. This is so backwards, so backwards. Now, it's undeniable. Let's check out this one here, folks. A point here from Macro Alf on gold, deleveraging the system as we know it. Take a listen here, folks. A transition away. I mean, if you're moving away from dollar dominance to a system based on gold, you're basically deleveraging the system as we know it. 
When you do a gold-based system, that is not anymore at the epicenter of the system because if you do that, you're basically increasing leverage, you're creating fiat dollars. But if gold is there to serve as an anchor, at some point you can't do that anymore because you can always convert your dollars at a fixed price to gold. If there are too many dollars, if there is too much debt, the system doesn't work anymore. A transition away from a debt-based system denominated in dollars to a gold system is not an easy smooth transition. It basically comes with geopolitical tension. I mean, wars, tectonic shifts, nothing we hope for, let's say, as humanity. So people that are talking about de-dollarization are basically talking about deleveraging, pain, harsh situations. It's not a smooth transition. And basically, you're also talking about transitioning of global powers. This is not something that happens smoothly overnight. I mean, if Okay, we love the overnight memes in the XRP community, but he says this is not something that happens uh, slowly overnight or, or smoothly overnight, I should say. And now we're going to be covering some points on precious metals at the end of this show too, guys. If you guys are looking to get precious metals, we can help facilitate that at the website. Just get in touch with me and basically just let me know if you're rolling over a 401k retirement account. Or if you want the metal shipped directly to you, we can facilitate that as well. So just let us know on that. We'll get you the silver in hand, or we can roll over your 401k retirement account. It's all at my website, zachrector.com. Now let's continue on here, folks. This is it. It's happening and it's undeniable. World's largest regional organization to switch to settlements in national currencies. Now, this is the Shanghai Cooperative. Shanghai Cooperation Organization to abandon dollar in favor of national currencies. And so every single day we are seeing more articles, more deals, more countries. And it's just, we, we just add it to the tally. We're just tallying this up. Dozens upon dozens, over 100 countries total, moving away from the dollar, new agreements, Shanghai Cooperation Organization, absolutely massive. And it's a China-led regional organization that covers more than half of Eurasia and tends to transition to settlements in the currencies of its members. While the plan is to abandon the US dollar in mutual payments, participating nations are yet to consider a common currency. So there you have it. They're gonna use national currencies and they are yet to consider a common currency or they are yet to announce or settle on a common bridge currency that is what is needed that is the secret sauce and it has to be truly neutral that is why xrp exists as i titled this episode here tonight i got a couple points here to show you guys as we move on into the crypto update if you guys haven't already please smash that thumbs up we're going to get right on into it folks crypto update this one's big here we go so starting off here real vision is hong kong about to become a global crypto hub Hong Kong authorities have recently told banks they are free to offer services to crypto businesses and will release a crypto and Bitcoin framework in May. Let's take a closer look. Hong Kong, an international financial center, is now attempting to become the world's leading cryptocurrency hub. Despite China's crackdown on crypto activities ban in 2021, Hong Kong is actively attracting blockchain and digital asset companies. Here's how. The city is charting its course in the world of Web3, providing regulatory clarity and courting not only mainland Chinese crypto firms, but foreign ones too, such as HashKey and rival exchanges OSL. During its government-backed fintech week late last year, Hong Kong announced its intention to legalize crypto retail trading and license digital asset providers. In February, the city published draft rules to allow individual crypto trading from June 1st. So they're moving. 
Top government officials, including Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee, have expressed their support. The city is planning 100 crypto-related conferences and lavish parties throughout April. Hong Kong's potential crypto legalizations could serve as a compass for China. Under the one country, two systems framework, Hong Kong is dis distinguishing its crypto regulations from mainland China. Hong Kong crypto exchange hash key chairman Zhao Feng send, uh, said the city's government is very serious about building an international virtual asset center. Hong Kong plans to implement new regulations in June requiring the Securities and Future Commission to license crypto trading platforms. Regulatory clarity is essential for the crypto industry's growth, so this may reassure investors and businesses. However, there's skepticism about Hong Kong's promise of a stable crypto regulatory regime. Critics say Hong Kong crypto-friendly stance could change if the political climate changes, and it may not be able to compete with the UAE and Switzerland. Now, Hong Kong's one country, two system framework and commitment to regulatory clarity may attract new digital asset businesses and investors despite challenges, though it remains to be seen if this bold move pays off and influences China's stance on cryptocurrencies. So what do you guys think? Will Hong Kong become a global crypto hub? Now, like he says, UAE and you're seeing Euro, they're moving without the United States. When we come back to the United States, what's happening? Well, Elizabeth, I got a plan for that, Warren. Introduced a little bill here. And apparently, this is a quote out of an article from Jake Shervinsky. It says, quote, Senator Warren's bill would impose a de facto ban on crypto in the United States. So while they're out creating crypto hubs across the world, we want to impose a de facto ban on crypto in the United States, criminalizing all sorts of legitimate activity like mining and staking while doing nothing to actually combat illicit finance. It's no surprise she's having trouble finding co-sponsors. And that's a quote here from Jake Shervinsky. Now, he's an officer from the Blockchain Association, okay? And he's a lawyer himself. And he's explained here the new bill that Elizabeth, I got a plan for that Warren, is struggling to get some co-sponsors. I wonder why, right? And it's just embarrassing on the world stage to see the rest of the world already issuing gold-backed currencies, already resetting and doing trade outside of the dollar, already, you know, basically doing, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh... I can't think of the the name of it, but you know what I'm talking about, where they they've actually had to pay off, start to pay off their debt, right? And 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 austerity measures. That's what I was looking for. The austerity measures that some countries have already taken. They've already gone through gas, food, all sorts of shortages, riots, and chaos have already been in the streets and still continue to this day to be taking place around the world. Here in America, it's still peaceful and nice, and we got beautiful spring weather, and we're all happy and joyful, right? We still think that we have the reserve currency. We think everything's fine, even though we have a man who's asleep at the wheel driving the ship. Everything's still fine in America. We can still get fat and happy, while the rest of the world unilaterally moves against us, undermining us, and you guys are seeing it happen, accelerating, while the old guard, the sellouts, like Elizabeth Warren, stand in to impose basically bans on this technology, trying to literally stop innovation while they let and allow the people that they've sold out to, to flourish and eat it all up. All of the Wall Street will be able to come in and eat it up. And then like all these other countries as well, China, Hong Kong, and others moving to make crypto hubs, Singapore, right? Even the UK, Euro, all have passed, all have gotten together and they're moving forward. And we got a seriously got someone who wanted to run for president in Elizabeth Warren, who criticizes us 
and tells us, you know, that we need to live like peasants while she flies around and touches down in the PJ. That's the private jet. While we get to live like peasants, it's PJs for the elite class. And then crypto digital assets, technology that could level the playing field and change humanity, we're going to ban that. And even if we do allow it, we're going to tax the hell out of it. You know, and, and this is the thing is, I don't even want to see them ban Bitcoin, but I can totally, I mean, they've already talked about it, how it's just bad for climate change. That's why it's, it's to save the climate, right? Which I guess we all have to get behind, right? Now, speaking of entities, speaking of plans, speaking of agendas, let's continue. Wrath of Economen. The World Economic Forum's Guidelines for Improving Blockchain Environmental and Social Impact 2023 report uses the blockchain decarbonization effort founded by XRP Ledger Foundation, Ripple, and the Energy Web Foundation as a case study. So we see, once again, World Economic Forum, they got a plan, and they are using Ripple XRP as a case study. And we know that we have highlighted that they are, uh, they are fans of Ripple. They are fans of XRP. Continuing on, discussing decentralized CBDCs, this World Economic Forum report mentions interoperability with digital currency systems like Ripple and Swift for better overall security. The interoperability of CBDC systems with other digital currency systems, example, RippleNet, and traditional payment systems, example, Swift, Target2, Fedwire, across regions should be a primary consideration to ensure uniformity of security standards. You know, what's interesting for me is from a lot of these groups is you only see Ripple, XRP getting mentioned, and Stellar. Those are the two groups that get mentioned by the elite the most. And another, check it out here, folks, from Boncrypt. Standard Charter is allowing people to apply for new multi-currency accounts that can be utilized on a debit card. This multi-currency debit card allows you to hold several foreign currency accounts that can be utilized for payments. Now, when we take a closer look here, folks, Standard Charter. When I saw this, I said, yep, that's a Ripple partner. Go on back to 2016 out of Singapore, Ripple for immediate release with Standard Charter. Standard Charter completes strategic investment in Ripple. So they've actually invested in Ripple Standard Charter going back to 2016. Furthermore, Bank XRP shared this one, Ripple partner Standard Charter Bank to launch crypto trading for institutional investors. So, oh, I just realized I was not even showing you guys the full picture there. Ripple Standard Charter 2016 partnership. Next one, Standard Charter Bank to launch crypto trading for institutional investors. And now you guys are seeing multi-currency accounts that being utilized on a debit card. I wonder how they're making that happen. I wonder how. Probably not XRP, right? Another example from Baba Cugs. Temenos integrated Ripple Tech in 2016. Riddler's always 589 steps ahead. Okay, what is this? R3 ecosystem participant Temenos unveils CBDC developments after providing integration of its leading banking platform with multiple DLT-based CBDC technology stacks, all in collaboration with R3, harnessing the power of Corda. Read the latest. Okay, so Temenos integrated Ripple, partnered up with Ripple 2016. Funny enough, that is when the options contract with R3 started for R3 to be able to buy 5 billion XRP for less than a penny. Isn't it funny how all roads lead back to Ripple? Now, this is why I titled tonight's section, Why XRP Exists. Is this tweet right here from Rob Cunningham. Before I get started, I see Axide, Two Spot, 
always rocking the work tan goggles, bringing the news. I have been getting sun, a lot of sun, and I've been not wearing my sunglasses trying to fix uh, my raccoon eyes. And I did get sunburnt. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for telling me to wear uh, sunscreen, to wear a sun hat. I don't really like sunscreen. Um, I have some natural stuff that I use and I try to use my sun hat, but I also like to soak it up too. And um, you guys know me. I'm always trying to get some sun. We're always trying to see the light. I appreciate that. Appreciate that love. Thank you for the super chats, guys. Now, let's get into it. Why XRP exists. The title of tonight's episode here. Here we go. We got 650 in the chat. If you guys haven't already, please, let's smash that thumbs up as we roll into the final part of this episode. Rob Cunningham, if you even remotely believe these five XRP goals were possible and you currently operated a privately owned central banking system with global monopoly powers over most currencies, governments, and corporations, wouldn't you leverage all powers at your disposal to destroy XRP, defame Ripple executives, order the SEC to dispatch Gary Gensler to wage lawfare, intimidate, bankrupt, and assassinate the Ripple XRP brand in the eyes of the public? If the perpetrators of the most heinous crimes against humanity finance their schemes, genocide, and endless wars, debt enslavement, presidential assassinations and wealth confiscation behind false narratives and sophisticated lies and xrp plus dlt offered our world even a one percent chance of escaping the bank of international settlements and world economic forum prison matrix would you take a chance or support the status quo powers that be and the hell on earth they've orchestrated if we keep on doing what we've always done we'll keep on getting what we've always got it is the lust of money and it's and all its power and control that is the root of evil the owners of the world's vast majority of money and power generate the evil in our world time we destroy their monopoly what do you say xrp army and so he says why does xrp exist these five reasons First off, level the economic playing field, eliminate U.S. political tyranny, restore soundness and transparency, expose crimes against humanity, decentralize power to individuals. Now, folks, perception is reality, and I believe that we can create our own reality. We are against forces of evil without a doubt, 100% up against forces of evil that are trying to keep us enclosed entrapped within their debt system now rob has a little bit more here let me read this off he says time that we dismantle the heinous money cartel forever less than 30 days into office executive order 13772 was signed specifically highlighting ripple and xrp do you believe the powers that be supported anything president donald trump supported of course they didn't to oppose the fundamental dismantling of the grotesquely criminal fiat money hoax perpetuated against mankind is simply an exercise in ignorance and self-hatred. We must know and understand we hold all the power. I truly believe that we can get this back. And, and God willing, we're going to put up the fight. But he says in, in conclusion here, Executive Order 13772 put out on February 3rd, 2017. By the power vested in me as the president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, it is hereby ordered as follows. Section 1, Policy. It shall be the policy of my administration to regulate the United States financial system in a manner consistent with the following principles of regulation, which shall be known as the core principles. 
So these were the core principles that we were trying to run our country with. Empower Americans to make independent financial decisions and informed choices in the marketplace. Save for retirement and build individual wealth. B, prevent taxpayer-funded bailouts. I like that one. C, foster economic growth and vibrant financial markets through more rigorous regulatory impact analysis that addresses systemic risk and market failures, such as moral hazard and information asymmetry. D, enable American companies to be competitive with foreign firms in domestic and foreign markets. The exact opposite of the plan that has been released by some of these sellout politicians doing the DC dance. E, advance American interest in international financial regulatory negotiations and meetings. F, make regulation efficient, effective, and appropriately tailored. And G, restore public accountability within the federal financial regulatory agencies and rationalize the federal financial regulatory framework. Anything above sound unreasonable, radical, or against the best interest of mankind, asked Rob. Those who knowingly spew hate and vitriol in opposition to the betterment of mankind are those who deserve closer scrutiny. Always follow the money to expose one's motives. Now, I thought that was just such a beautiful summary of what we were trying to do in America, what we were trying to do in many other countries around the world in creating that level playing field. As he said, the five reasons why XRP exists to level the economic playing field, to eliminate U.S. political tyranny, to restore soundness and transparency. God willing, can we expose the crimes against humanity and bring justice to those folks? Five, decentralized power to individuals. Now, I said, when we get decentralized money, social media, and when we secure our voting on the blockchain, that is when I believe that the people will be free once again. That's what it takes. I do believe that XRP can be part of that. Now, and it brings us back to the conversation because folks are going to say, this has nothing to do with XRP. You guys are so silly with your little XRP dreams and aspirations. If, if you don't dream it, you can't achieve it, right? And, and so, yeah, it's just like how I call my XRP a reserve digital currency, the new financial system. That's what I identify it as on my balance sheet. It is not circulating. It's not available for liquidity. It's not available for anybody else besides on my balance sheet. Eventually, some might be put out into the automated market makers. When we make our liquidity pool, which I'm looking into right now, when we make our liquidity pool, it might, you know, a little sliver of my XRP might be available, but I am treating it like a reserve currency. I just keep stacking it up. Same thing here with this reserve currency. You know, some people call it, let's get sick gains, bro. Silver is going to explode and the returns are going to be better than gold. I agree. I agree. That's why I have a lot of silver. But the other reason why I have this is because this is a reserve currency on my balance sheet. And this is also functions with other utilities as well. Offline assets, banking apps down, internet down, systems down. What do you have for blackout barter? I got silver. I got other things. I don't really speak on that here in the public. I speak about that with my Discord group, about our preparations and everything that we've done there. I, you know, someone left a comment here today, and I get this comment often. Oh, are you going to eat your silver? No. That's why we got food. Okay. No. See, we've prepared across the board here. And what are we going to do with this wealth? Let's, let's, let's run it back. Level the economic playing field. I think the XRP is just part of this, along with silver, along with gold. Level the economic playing field, eliminate U.S. political tyranny, restore soundness and transparency, expose crimes against humanity, decentralize power to individuals. Why can't we make XRP about that? Why can't we make that our goals for the XRP community? Because see, there's a lot of people that want to get lost in technical nuance and achieve nothing. 
and just debate little nuances back and forth all day. And I ask, well, how's your program working out? Do you have any program? Or you're just a Twitter talking head? You're just a TikToker. What's the program? Oh, it's not working out. You're not still making money. You're not still growing your business during a bear market. Why can't we try to achieve some of this? God willing, like I said, it's not going to be easy. And we're up against criminals. They're sick, really evil people. And it's, unde and it's undeniable. It's not up for debate. It's not political. It's not left, right, up, down. You got people from both sides of the aisle that went to that. As I referenced at the very beginning, I don't say the name. I try not to talk about the story. But golly, folks, it's Wall Street Journal. It's mainstream news now. We've been waiting and waiting for all of this to start to move. And 2023 here, folks, has we, we, we went off. I mean, Elon Musk launched his rocket, and he wasn't able to pierce the firmament. But I'm just making a joke at the flat earthers right there. But, um, you know, we're trying. And obviously on the rest of the world stage, all the rest of the events and the economy, this thing is uh, on fire, and they just keep dumping gasoline on it. But finally... Finally, the mainstream news starting to lift the veil and say, oh, yeah, it is that bad. Oh, yeah, you were you were right about that with the health crisis. You were right with the fiat money system of enslavement in the Ponzi scheme that that was going bust and getting exposed because it wasn't it wasn't meant to operate at these higher interest rates that going bust. Absolutely. Right. And so right here, I love this. I love this energy in the XRP community. This is what I want. You know, I, I think that during this bear market, we've had too much time for infighting and debating and complaining that, oh, we just got NFTs. This is so late and we already should have automated market makers. I've had enough of that too. And I've, I, you know, I get it. We, you know, riddles don't grow the XRP ledger. I get that. I like riddles are fun for me. But also, I'm looking into myself. How can I build out my XRP Ledger business? How can I implement the XRP Ledger into my business? Or maybe I need to use another DLT technology. Maybe there, maybe I need to use XLM for this. Maybe I need to use Algo. I have a few. We got a couple options. But in my opinion, XRP, the reason why people can make videos about XRP, there's 50,000 XRP influencers now making videos every single day, is because the growth and adoption and the research that we've exposed from the corruption all the way to the partnerships that are happening and the deals that are happening behind the scenes is massive. That's why guys can drop two, three videos every single day in the XRP community. You know, and I think that it's for good reason. A lot of people are tired. A lot of people are frustrated. But people need to come back to this question. Why does XRP exist? Why did we come along and experience Earth, this reality at this time, when we're resetting currencies? When countries, I'm about to show you guys and get into the precious, metal, precious metals news. Why are they going back to this metal that's 2,000 years old? Gold and silver. Why are they doing that? They're, they're going back to gold and silver, but then they're also stepping into the quantum financial system. Literally. Well, they tell us that that's sci-fi. Just watch Hollywood movies about the quantum system. It's actually happening and taking place right before us. And what do they want? Elizabeth, I got a shill for the banks. Warren is going to ban crypto. Brad, Brad, the bank shill, Sherman, he's also part of that program. I mean, these guys should, should, should be removed immediately. 
immediately. And we have to use our power and our wealth to build this out. I talk about taking care of our family, taking care of our community, but on a bigger scale, what kind of movement is this? For me, the XRP community has become so much more than, hey, where are we going to meet up with our, 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 our Lambos? You know, where are we going to have the supercar meetup after moon, bro? I get that there's still that going on. I've never been a part of that. That's never been of interest for me. And I think that what we're going to have here at the end of the week in XRP Vegas is we're going to get a chance to meet with some big hitters. There's going to be some, some, some big hitters in the room. And those that are actually building on the XRP ledger to move it forward. I covered it in the market report. I just, just dropped that a few days ago, the Q1 market report from Ripple. I have another stellar deep dive round two that's going to be dropping here before I go to Vegas. But folks, it's absolutely massive. The development that's taking place on the XRP ledger, the development that's taking place over at Stellar is a little bit more low key. The partnerships are low key, but they're trying to follow in the footsteps of XRP and Stellar Development Foundation trying to follow in the footsteps of Ripple, but they're working in tandem, right? Oh, you're done with the MoneyGram partnership? We'll take that. You know, so we pass our seconds down to Stellar, but it's integrated on different levels, retail, wholesale. And they just move in tandem and what the Stellar folks are doing is trying to keep up with the automated market makers, with the smart contracts, with tokenizing everything. And um, before I go to Vegas, I'm going to be dropping the Stellar Deep Dive Round 2. That was a big hit. If you guys have already missed that one, go back. If you haven't watched it, it was called my Stellar Deep Dive and it was a big hit. Uh, it's still one of the most watched Stellar Deep Dives ever. So go back and watch that one before we drop number two coming this week, guys. It is absolutely massive. And so just to reiterate the point here, folks, remember why XRP exists. I think that it's more. Our community is more than where's the Lambo meetup. It's about restoring the whole system and creating that level playing field, just like Brad talks about, just like others talk about within the community here, enabling more inclusion. We want to bring a billion people online and then give them this technology, unlike Elizabeth let me show for the bank's warrant. They want to ban the, the common man or woman from being able to you know, introduce this. Now, before we get into the precious metals update, I want to show you guys this chart here from Harry, Geraldo XRP on Twitter. He says, XRP fans, looks. he says, look lively. Uh-oh. Look alive, look alive. Here you go, XRP community. Look lively, particularly swing traders who might potentially risk getting priced out. Forewarned is forearmed. December 2017, all over again. Folks, take a look at this one. So he's showing us this chart here, as so many other TA guys are. He's got these waves, he's got these moves. And let me, I'm going to skip over the first part of this. Wave three is starting. Wave three is the next move that we make that's going to match the wave that we did in 2017, which is a straight up line. Look at how, look at that massive pump. But he says, we're beginning wave three. Wave three is starting. Exchange market maker bias is becoming more closely aligned to retail holders than it has been for some time. We might see the complete removal or reduction of um, B books and dealing desks. Uh, Self-custody helps price appreciation. Do your part. April 23rd has been consolidating the March breakout move and setting up for a strong May. 
These types of formations are classic bull continuation patterns. Wave three will play out over a significant length of time and conservative targets might be in the $3 range. So $3 XRP conservative, make way for moon then in slow motion. Positive news events for XRP or crypto broadly could send price vertical, in which case wave three targets have the potential to get very overextended smiley face. Uh, remember, everything I said was made up nonsense. I am just a clown on Twitter who does a bit of limo driving when asked. I don't know anything. Geraldo. I like that disclaimer there at the end. Uh, Geraldo, another one who analyzes the TA, seeing what we see that the breakout is imminent, the breakout is massive, it will be extended, and with the news, with the energy behind this thing, it can go somewhere very, very interesting quickly. $3 on the conservative side. I know it's not $5.89, but it changes your life for sure. Now, right on into it, folks, confirmation of this new system. Zimbabwe Central Bank plans to sell a gold-backed digital currency to the public on May 8th. This will get interesting. So it was all a joke, and it still is. A lot of people still telling me that Zimbabwe doesn't matter. How does Zimbabwe have any clout in, in regards to currencies? And I get it. They went through a hyperinflationary crisis, but that's what I said. They had to take on the crisis. They had to reset, restructure, revalue their currencies, their debt. You know, And so this is confirmation of what we've been talking about. People are debating, you know, can XRP be backed by gold? Can it be pegged to gold? Meanwhile, countries are going to gold-backed digital currencies. And I've just said here all along that XRP Ledger is one of the best ledgers to tokenize gold on. That's all I've been saying. People get it so twisted. But you guys are seeing news like this from JC that reiterates the point that we have a supply shock incoming for silver as well. Mexico is by far the world's largest producer of silver. This should be negative for mine supply growth and positive for prices. Hashtag silver squeeze. And this tweet right here, political risk alert. Mexico mining reform goes ahead. Quote, the mining law shortens concessions in the mining sector to 30 years from 50. Titans water extraction permits and requires some mining profits to be returned to local communities. Less bad is still bad. Mexican Senate expeditiously approves set of laws mining reform. And so as you are seeing, the vaults get drained. Right now, the premiums are going up. And it's a question of who's not going to get their silver, who's not going to get their gold. You guys are seeing central banks buy more gold than they have in 50 plus years. You're seeing what's happening with silver. You're seeing what, uh, what's happening with all of the commodities and the mining operations getting shut down in the name of climate change and other reasons too. That really put back the space and the supply decades. You see, when they push back and they, they, they stall mining, they make it take five extra years, they make it take 10 extra years. That compounds exponentially on top of the supply chain crisis that we already have. So that just makes it worse and worse because you don't just flip the switch and you got silver coming out of the ground. It's a much, much longer process. And so on the front end, when you see it take longer for permits, when you see the cost to produce start to go up too, and then them just not be able to, mine's going down. And you've seen it in a lot of these countries like Peru, one of the world's largest silver miners, this uh, social unrest in the country making it uh, so that the silver mining production falls off a cliff as well and just stops. Meanwhile, the central banks, the institutions, and the smart money are buying as much precious metals as they can. And our community's been stacking up too. So if you guys have been looking to stack up some metals, either move over your 401k retirement account savings to precious metals, we can facilitate that, 
or if you want the metal shipped directly to you, we can do both. So just head on over to my website. Let me know what you want so that we can try to get it to you. Like I said, the premiums are already going up. That's a problem. I can't deal with That's That's the dealers. That's these guys that are selling it. I, you know, Andy Sheckman's told me he hasn't got demand like this in years, ever, ever. They're, they're seeing demand that would have taken three years in, in the first few months of this year. Phones ringing off the hook. Thousands of calls and emails per day to, you know, just guys like Andy Sheckman and Miles Franklin. So that's one of the reputable sources that we've got. And then we have another one too for rolling over your 401k retirement account. Like I said, we can facilitate both. Facilitate both. If you want one ounces, 10 ounces, a little bit of bullion, a little bit of coins, bars shipped directly to you. You know, I got my one ounce buffalo head. I got my 10 ounces. Little, I got little stuff. And I don't really have as much silver as I'd like, but it's just a process. And you would want to get that process started now. I'm not here to give you financial advice. I'm just here to warn you that the process is taking longer. The minimums are going up. So now you got to buy 500 bucks worth of silver. You want to buy a little bag. You're going to have to shell out 500 bucks minimum on, on a lot of these. I don't even know what my minimums are from, from our site right now, but I know that the premiums have gone up. I know the minimums have gone up and it's really undeniable. It's not me trying to hype or FOMO anybody. We had a 237 million ounce deficit of silver last year. That's a shortage, guys. That's People didn't get 237 million ounces that they wanted. So you think about that. You see bills like this that are happening along with the chaos, the banking crisis that shot gold nearly back up to all-time high, shot silver back above 25, 26 bucks an ounce, shot crypto back up, Bitcoin to 30K, XRP to 50 cents, right? We've been stacking it all. The same dynamics that we're seeing with XRP, we're seeing with silver, and that's a supply shock incoming, in my opinion. It's already undeniable. It's already really visible for silver. For XRP, it's just exchanges delisting it. They're making it difficult for you to get it. Now, I see a super chat. 20 spot from TK. Another great show, Zach. Have a drink on me. You know, I've been ranting this whole time. I even took a sip of my... I think I did one sip of my adult beverage this whole rant. 53 minutes on tonight's session, guys. Thank you for tapping in. If you guys haven't already, please smash that thumbs up for us. Now... I still got to dial in. We're, we're just in the studio. You guys see, got a little bit of soundproofing here. Uh, trying to get everything dialed in here. So excited this week. I'm going to be having an exclusive meetup with my Discord community this week in person for the first time ever as we celebrate two years in the Discord community. And then, like I said, guys, every single day I'm talking with members in my community. Uh, I've been doing some one-on-one -on -one sessions here lately. And uh, we, what we do is we talk about what they've been doing uh, with their businesses and what they've been doing with their investments, whether that's real estate, precious metals, uh, cryptocurrencies. And then we're helping people that are new to crypto still. See, I didn't think that we'd have this opportunity to help as many new people come along, right? When I got started with this deal and we started to make content and I started to go live two years ago and I started to do my live shows, I'd be, I'd be doing live shows on TikTok in my truck, just, you know, BSing and um, having fun. And now here it's become uh, such an amazing opportunity to have had two years to wake up hundreds and thousands and our reach now is millions of people. But to, to, but to actually have, you know, we're going to get to shake hands in person this week, but to actually have, you know, had intimate conversations 
And seeing the people still making moves, our community still making moves during this time, brings me so much joy. Brings me so much joy. I mean, folks that are still moving on real estate, folks that already cashed out real estate, and now they've reallocated. We were talking about that with some of the members this weekend. Cash out the property, back to the ranch, back to the river, back to the country. That's kind of what I'm into. Like I said, I'm not into the Lambo meetup. Um, I'm not into the, the little flex stuff. What, what it's about for me is generational wealth, right? And, and it's about, um, a, a standard of living, um, that's, that's greater than, um, you, you know, what, what, what I had growing up, you know, a better opportunity for my children is what it's about. Right. I think that, uh, my daughter, man, she's already moving. We got another one on the way. God willing, it's just going to be so amazing just to see both of them. I'm going to give them a platform that they can go even further with. That's what we're doing. Me and me and wifey, we're giving them a platform that they can take this thing even further with. TK, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that love, brother. XR Peaky Blinder, just going to leave this two spot here. I appreciate that two spot. So let me take a few questions while we got a little bit of time here, folks. I'll take just a few, and then we're going to bounce out for the Sunday night session. Thoughts on Pepe? Memes are, are something that are still coming and going, and um, many people are going to fall for them, and it's unfortunate. Really unfortunate. So how are you implementing XRP in your business again, Zach? So right now, I don't know what's on my neck. Good. Um, right now I'm looking into uh, creating a liquidity pool. It's actually my new thing. Um, but then I actually, it's actually part of another business that I can't speak on yet. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, I've started my initial research into, into a blockchain business and I'll just leave it at that into a blockchain business. And you, uh, of course, you know that it's going to be on the XRP ledger, at least part of it, but I am looking further than that. Um, I'm in the initial stages of that research though. Doran Chavez, thank you for the three spot, guys. Thank you for the super chats. The love and the support is amazing, guys. You guys know me. I don't sell out. No sponsors over here. Just a real one. Sharing news. Trying to get out on a daily basis with you guys. Been busy as heck these days. Getting ready for XRP Vegas. Got to meet Coach JV. Got to meet Micah Canfield. So I'm going to be taking the stage, hosting, moderating a panel on new products. And the first one's going to be Merlin Financial. And that's a crypto tracker app that is being put out by coach jv and his team and so i got to meet coach jv talk to him a little bit about that and then i got to meet micah canfield who is the flare naming service company and talk about their product as well really looking forward to that session
For those who have only a few silver and not that much XRP, what can we do for the development of the quantum financial system? Um, well, I would just, you know, focus on your business, focus on, focus on bringing it in, because if you don't have enough, then that's your problem, right? Is, is we're not making enough or we don't have enough to invest yet. So I would just focus on income. If you're, if you're in that place, Kyle, uh, where you feel like you don't have enough or not that much and you want more, well, uh, this is something I put out at the very beginning of the recession. I put out my recession to-do list and the first thing was income. You got to make it so that we can spend a little bit more because inflation's not going away and so that we can invest more heavily in the assets that we have firm conviction in. Do I think that the markets are going to dump? The markets um, started to go back down. I'm actually in a Bitcoin short right now, 28,600. Let's see how much profit we're at on uh, today's trade. Refresh that. 18.93. 18.93. So, yeah, what did we do? 23% profit earlier this week. And I'll show you guys my sticks right here. So, this is something I was watching for. Young Quavo on the spot, on the five spot. Appreciate that, Young Quavo. Thank you. Um, yeah, charts. Here we go. So this is Bitcoin four hour chart and first solar eclipse on 420. While everyone was getting dazed and confused, we talked and warned about the crypto market getting sacrificed. Sure enough. But then we've seen a pattern here where we were actually expecting a pump after the solar eclipse, which is exactly what we got. And so the first short that I entered was actually a little bit less than this. It was like 29,700. Uh, 29,730, I believe. At the start of this show, I had my other horizontal line on the uh, first Bitcoin short that I'd entered. But that was back on this day, Wednesday, hump day. On hump day, we scooped some profit there. We definitely uh, took advantage of that. Because when I woke up, I saw that Bitcoin had pumped all the way to 30,000. And I was waiting to enter my next Bitcoin short. So then I swooped in. And then that very same day, we had this massive red candle that took us down $2,000 for Bitcoin in about a couple hour period. And so then I took profit down here and I profited 23%. This uh, earlier today, this morning, I saw Bitcoin had pumped back up. That's exactly what I was waiting for. A little triple top action here. Uh, 29,751 is the current Bitcoin short position. And what do we just read off? 18% profit on that one. So like I said, I'm not a trader. Um, I just play around. I throw the moon phase indicator on the chart and I play around and, um, you know, it's interesting. 19% on this one. Uh, we'll be taking profits probably here soon. I don't do signals. Um, I don't do sophisticated trading of any sorts, but I just try to watch this. And I mostly am trading the energy of this market, I feel like. Um, because for me, I'm looking at all of the current events and kind of um, who's getting suckered right now is kind of how I think about it. Are they suckering out all the people, that, all the fear when everybody's, you know, shorting because they think it's going to be all, you know, much, much worse. That's right when they reverse it and send it. That's what we got in March with the banking crisis and they sent it. And actually, that's what we got at the start of the year, really. Because if you go back, remember where we were at at the beginning of this year, we were below 20,000. Even back in uh, March, we were below 20,000. Right. Um, but basically in January, we talked about the manipulation that was taking place at Binance. Um, and that was at the Paxos Treasury. You guys remember me covering that all January, February? I was talking about how, guys, this is manipulation, clear as day. They're printing it every single day. And then it was the final one that they did was USDC printed about 148 million 
USD in one swoop. And that was the final blow off top before there was another sacrifice. I think we were trading that as well. Um, and then in the March banking crisis occurred. And so that narrative really allowed, um, really allowed Bitcoin to, to, to rocket up to 30,000, you know, and, and like I said, there's a little bit of manipulation there as well. You got the manipulation by the market makers, by CZ and all these whales and and market makers kind of just trying to trade against each other behind the scenes. And it really benefits a lot of those guys to pump it back up like that. Um, They can pay off their loans, pay off short-term debt just by rigging Bitcoin and sending it back up. So it's definitely um, beneficial for, you know, I I mentioned CZ, but there's a lot more than just CZ, not to, not to claim that CZ is the only one that's guilty of doing this. The whole space is doing, I mean, that was what happened between Sam Bankman Fried and FTX and CZ and CZ basically won. Um, But nonetheless, at this point in time, um, Bitcoin just did a triple top basically up at 30K and that's a big, uh, big uh, resistance level. And so we failed to flip it to support. And now we've started a new monthly candle. And it's going to be interesting to see where we finish off May. But I am, we've been warning about this back-to-back eclipse event. Because, let me just show you. Well, I've already showed you guys on the chart. October, November, we did 26% sacrifice. That was during FTX collapse. Back in April, May, we did a 36% crash for Bitcoin. And that was the Terra Luna on the lunar eclipse of May. Now, back-to-back eclipses, 420 solar eclipse. While everyone's getting dazed and confused, we warned about it. Sure enough, came through perfectly. So this is the second trade that we've been making off this pattern. We noticed that in both cases, Bitcoin actually pumped after the first eclipse. Sure enough, back up to 30K. Entered the short, took the profit. We're back in it again. Triple top on the 30K. Okay. Um, and I'm not getting greedy right now. I'm not getting greedy right now. I'm not trying to ride this short down to new bottom of 15,000. I'm not trying to do that, folks. All you got to do is catch a little wave. You catch a little wave, go for a little ride. And I'm well over 160% profit since I've implemented this program. So, yeah, um, I see we got a couple super chats. Dev Woos, thank you for the 11 spot Canadian. Great work, Zach. Big respect for you. Have you heard that Ripple also wants to go after the unbanked too? That is major news. I pray for patience in this space. It seems we will need it. Absolutely. We got to remain calm. Got to remain patient. Got to focus on what we're building while the rest of this world catches up. Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, Ripple said they want to service all 7 billion people on the world. First super chat from Bard Azima. Bard, I appreciate that. Seven Canadian. The Canadians are showing up tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Bard. Shout out to our Canadian brothers and sisters up north. It's so crazy. I shouldn't even speak on it, but uh, they just renewed the restrictions. You got to, you know, uh, show proof to get into the United States still. They just renewed it because we got people in our community. They're trying to come down for XRP Vegas and they're telling me that we just renewed that you got to show proof of doing the dance, doing the hokey pokey, turning around and praying that you live. Three years later, it's so backwards. Crazy. Canada's been wide open, though, for us in the United States uh, going up there. So, 
made a couple made a couple trips up to Canada here recently. Okay, folks. Um, okay, yeah, and then when's the next clip? Yeah, let me just finish that final point. So the final point on that was the um, was the uh, let me show you guys on the chart here. Lunar eclipse coming in May fifth and sixth. So you see, I got two vertical lines. The first vertical line over here, 420, solar eclipse. Second one over here on the right, back-to-back -back eclipses, solar, then lunar. That's going to be a full moon, lunar eclipse, Friday, May 5th. Now, let me, let me show you guys this, though. Now we'll go from the swing high, which was basically right at 30K. Oh wait, that's not what I wanted to do. See, we already dropped, we talked about it, we dropped about, it was like 12% uh, that we had dropped back down. Oh wait, no, that was, that was during the solar eclipse. Sorry guys, we dropped 12% right there. And then we're seeing right now we dropped another 10%. Right now we're down about 5% from that 30K level. But if we just did another 26%, you could see where we go. You can see here, it's um, it's interesting. You know, another 25%, we're down to 22,000. So originally I'd put out this chart and I said uh, back below 25K question mark was how I kind of had framed this. Here you go. That's that's the chart that I've been working with. That's the secret sauce that everybody wants right there. Eclipse energy back below 25K question mark. I'm not sure if it's going to happen, so I throw a question mark on there. Like I said, I don't do signals. I don't do calls. I just look at history. Last year, last year, we have the April, May, Luna sacrifice, 36% drop. We pump after the first eclipse. Same thing in October, November. We pump after the first eclipse, 26% drop. Once again, here we are. Let me zoom back in here. You see where we could go very, very easily. Very, very easily. So... That's what we're working with. I don't know. I know everybody else is a little bit more sophisticated, has a course, has a program. Uh, shout out to those that can make it work. I don't know. I'm just sticking to my simple program. You know, as long as it's working, we'll keep moving with it. I don't get why we're going to Vegas, but the lawsuit is not over. Pat Kelly, that's a great point. The reason why is because we're still building. We're not going down there to celebrate and, oh, Congrats, bro. You got 30,000 subscribers. Oh, you got 50,000 subscribers. Nice job, buddy. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a sum of that, right? I mean, we should celebrate the community that has continued to grow during the bear market. But for me, it's the development. And I'm excited to speak with some of these developers and, and pitch some of my business ideas, some of my deals that we got cooking. Because we got deals cooking from NFTs to liquidity pools. Um, I'm trying to figure out how I can step into this blockchain web three, bring some real utility to the world. 
No funny games, no memes, no pictures of pixels. Or I shouldn't say uh, pixelated pictures. Real utility. That's why we're going to Vegas. Not to slap each other and kiss each other's ass and say, good job, bro. But to say, what the hell are you building during this bear market? That's what I'm here. That's what I'm doing. I mean, me and wife here looking to have a good time. Maybe relax a little bit. But I'm planning on talking business, investments, wealth. Where are we going? What happens when this thing goes to $5.89? What happens when it goes to $50? What happens when it goes to $500? What happens after the US dollar gets reset? So, folks, it's always a pleasure. I'm sorry for the initial technical difficulties as we got fired up with this Sunday session. I apologize. Uh, we're making a few changes here in the studio, getting it dialed in. And I cannot wait to drop this stellar deep dive round two. You guys are going to love this one. So if you guys haven't already, you can go back and watch the stellar deep dive number one. Okay, it was a big hit. Just look up stellar deep dive. Mine will pull up right at the top. And you guys will see that one. Uh, I forget what I called it. Stellar Secrets Revealed, or I, I forget what it was. Stellar, uh, yeah. Anyways, just look up Stellar Deep Dive. You'll find it. And um, we're going to be dropping round two this week before I go to Vegas. I thought it'd be kind of fun to drop something in regards to Stellar right before we go to XRP Vegas. But these are both blockchains that are continuing to build, continuing to develop. And for me, it's just so simple, folks. We covered it here. Why does XRP exist? I think that we can make it about helping to push out that level playing field, helping to expose all truth. I'm not looking to, hey, how do we just put some NFTs and some memes on the ledger? No, 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 no. I mean, we're going to move trillions of dollars. We're going to be setting up liquidity pools across the world. We're going to be implementing it in every aspect of our lives, right? And for me, I'm sorry, guys, but a big portion of mine is going to be sitting on my balance uh, as a reserve currency and it's not going to be available. And I ain't selling it. Potentially ever. I might be handing it down to the children. Here you go. You get a couple XRP. You get a couple XRP. The rest is in a trust to later on. You know. You just get a few XRP to live off of. Or maybe we're going to let our kids just live off the liquidity pool income. Right? We could slow drip the XRP to them. At 20 years old you get... 5,000 XRP at 30 years old, you're going to get another 5,000 XRP. Um, we'll tell them when you get married, you get 10,000. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't incentivize them to get married. They'll get married too soon because they want the XRP. <laughs> and then, and then XRP is going to go up. It's going to blow all of our expectations. It's going to go way higher. And so then you're going to be going back to your trust and your will, and you're going to be adjusting it. Oh, wait, no, ne never mind. Don't give them that much XRP. I pray that uh, God, children, raising children, what a joy. Oh man, guys, I have so much fun with you guys and it's a pleasure on the Sunday night sessions to come in, chop it up for a bit. I know everybody wants 10 minute clickbait videos. I'm going to bring those. Don't worry. We, we, we got the studio readjusted. We're going to bring you 10 minute clickbait videos, except I always back it up. I call it ethical clickbait, moral clickbait. Okay. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun here this week leading up to Vegas, guys. 
Uh, make sure you guys are stay tuned. If you haven't already, hit that notification bell, and then you guys know where to find me. It's just over at my website, zachrector.com. I will see you guys in the next one. On the way out, please do me a favor. Let's smash that thumbs up. I'll see you in the next one. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.